What happened on Wednesday was one of the darkest days in American history. For the first time since the War of 1812 and 1814's burning of Washington, one of the highest institutions of our democracy was breached, sacked, and partially destroyed. On today's show, one that I think is probably the most important we've recorded thus far, I'm going to keep it on the straight and narrow. Me personally, I don't want to compare it to what happened over the summer with BLM, although I'm sure it'll come up. I think that that discussion has taken away from the real cause of this issue, and that is one man's selfish desire for power, fueling one of the most disgraceful days in American history. It's obvious that this was caused by the unchecked ambitions of our president, Donald J. Trump. To disagree with this fact would be a slap in the face of all the values of our democracy. In the words of late President Franklin D. Roosevelt, you must be especially aware of a small group of selfish men who clipped the wings of the American eagle in order to feather their own nests. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of Total Talk with your hosts, Jason and Jaden. How are you today? Uh, pretty good, considering what happened yesterday. I think everybody in America, even people outside of America, a little shaken up, outraged at what happened. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there was this thing I saw, you know, countries all over the world, France, the UK, you know, they're um, decrying what happened, you know, and, and in a way, they're, you know, they're laughing at us. <laughs> Which is so sad, considering we were, we are the country that set off this revolution wave to where France is a democracy, the UK has its own form of democracy. You know, it's just a shame, everything that happened yesterday, you know. Yesterday was one of the days, I think, you know, I've only been alive for 20 years, but I think it was one of these days, you know, and I hate to say this, you know, I was ashamed to be an American yesterday after what happened, you know. People purposely trying to interfere with the democratic process. And, you know, not even a process that would have made much of a difference, you know. It, the, the the county of the electoral votes is... is Ceremonial, it's a at very best. ceremonial, um, you know, thing. So, you know, there's nothing Mike Pence could have done, you know, and we'll talk about, uh, I mean, maybe we should just talk about him now, you know. If anything, this, if we get to a point, which I hope we do, to where this is going to be condemned by both political parties, Mike Pence is going to come out of this situation. I wouldn't say a hero, but somebody that people appreciate, because regardless of the political pressure of his own president, I mean, his he's his second in command. He just chose to do what the Constitution tells him to do. Well, I mean, what else could he have really done anyway? I mean, he couldn't have done anything, but irregardless, Pence is the one who called the National Guard, not Trump. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, Trump, actually, if I'm right, I might be wrong on this. You can correct me if I am. Um, he... Um, he refused to call the National Guard. He resisted at first, yeah. He, he Trump, largely throughout this, remained silent and was okay with what was happening to the Capitol. I, I can't say that. I, I, you know, I just can't say he was okay with it. But it, I, just because just I don't know I don't know him, or I, I, I'm not around him, you know. But um, it sure seems like over the past couple months, you know, maybe month, weeks, certainly days, that he's incited this. Without a doubt. I mean... On December 30th, he said, sent out a tweet saying, see you in D.C. on January 6th. Yeah, and then, you know, and then, you know, you can't look at, you know, 
I said a lot of things about Trump and his supporters. And when I'm talking about Trump supporters, you know, you guys should know. I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm not even talking about people who voted for Trump. I'm talking about the people that, you know, worship the ground that he walks on. He can do no wrong. And, you know, ultimately people who support what went on on Wednesday, you know, this should be up on Friday. We're recording this on Thursday. But, um, you know, I, I'm going to say Trump supporters a lot, but I, I don't want it to be confused with um, regular people regular who, people who, who knew who, that this was insane to do. Mm hmm. So, you know, and you, you know, you I just feel like if you're one of those Trump supporters that I'm talking about, one of the, you know, the diehards. You can't hide under the guise of I being mean, a patriot. Can, can, can you look at me in the face and tell me that without if Donald Trump would have con conceded, you know, after, you know, even, even last month, you know, early in early in December that, uh, you know, this wouldn't have happened. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot that went wrong in this situation. And and four people died because of it. Four people. One was shot in the Capitol. Um, and the three other, I think what the Capitol Police said, they had other medical emergencies. They didn't go too deep into the detail. So, you know, one thing I want to discuss for real quick, and this is definitely going to be controversial. Um, you know, obviously, it, you know, it's a shame that these people died. Yes. But... No, what I'm saying is, you know, you can't just go ahead and say that these people were innocent people. Oh, right. You know, you can't just say that these people didn't do anything wrong. These people broke, forced their way into our state's capital, our, our, our country's capital building. The people's, and it, the people's building. Some of them, which were armed. Yeah. And, you know... I, 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 I wouldn't have, if I would have done that, you know, you, you got to expect like some disaster to happen from that. And it's really unfortunate that, you know, these people died from doing whatever they did. And I think that what they did was misguided. This is on Trump but, though. But I, I, I agree. I think that, like I said, if he would have conceded all that time ago, you know, four more people would still be alive today. Even if he was still contesting it now. He's been saying for months at this point that you'll see the evidence, we'll give you the evidence, and we'll present it. There's been no evidence. There well, just hasn't well, been well, any. I'll, I'll get to that at the end, talking about you know the main objection, at least, and I'm not talking about the the the, the you know the people. You know, I I want to be hard on these people. I'm just gonna say say it. These terrorists who went went into the Capitol building. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about, you know, the senators who objected to counties' electoral votes in Pennsylvania, which has been the big thing about this. And mind you, even if we reverse Pennsylvania to Trump, Biden still wins. If you if you reverse Arizona, <laughs> if you reverse Trump, Biden or pardon me. If you reverse Arizona to Trump, you reverse Pennsylvania to Trump, the only two majorly contested states, which by the way, they don't even have that much like ground to stand on, which is something I'll talk about later. Um, Biden still wins, even if he loses Arizona and, and Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, because it's only what? How many? Is 31 votes? Yes, it'll be somewhere around 275 to... Uh, I don't even know how many Trump got. He did, didn't get that many. So it, I, I, 232. I don't really know. Oh, yeah. Only well, he would give him the 31. So it'd be 275 to 253. Either way, Biden so would be the president. So this is a political stunt. Um, 
there were multiple reporters at the Capitol building that said uh, they heard multiple of these people saying, wait till we get our guns and stuff like that. I, I mean, it was just a dangerous situation. I mean, some of the uh, the media was even, you know, their equipment was vandalized. I can't say that I that I, I saw them being attacked, which, you know, I'm sure people are going to say, but I, I have not seen any evidence of the media being attacked. But, you know, they were s- certainly roughed up. You know, you, you saw that oh, video sure. of, you know, people pushing their cameras down, mm-hmm. their lighting down, their sound equipment down, you know, fucking it up. So, you know, that's where we're at now. And, you know... Let's go into the timeline. Mm-hmm. Let, let's break it down in case you don't under or you don't know everything that happened. We set up a timeline. Most of this came from USA Today. That's our source for this. Um, but I'm just going to break it down. At 1.10 p.m., 1 o'clock p.m., Congress convenes um, to start counting the votes. All right. So at about 1.10, which is 10 minutes after, uh, Capitol Police they start to actually get into altercations and skirmishes with the protesters on the Capitol building steps. About 15 to 16 minutes later, the Library of Congress, the Madison Building, and the Cannon House Building were ordered to be evacuated because of the protesters. 1.46 p.m., so this is about 20 minutes later, there's a report of a pipe bomb outside, and a congresswoman tweeted out that she was being moved. Now, there were actually two pipe bombs were recovered, um, after this by the, that were near the RNC and the DNC. Uh, at 2.22 p.m., uh, Mike Pence, he's escorted out of the Senate chamber. Two minutes later, Trump escalates the situation and says, and he tweets, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones, which were there which they were asked to previously certify. USA demands the truth. About 15 minutes later after that, Trump, I guess in an effort to de-escalate, tweets, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Now, my thing is, the motherfuckers in the Capitol are not on their phone checking for live tweets from Trump right now. I don't know. They might have his notifications on. They might have notifications on, <laughs> but they're not sitting over here. Like, they're in this bitch, and they're they're just tearing shit up. So there were other events that happened, but I didn't include them in the timeline because they're the things the media reported the most. So they break into the chamber. They start vandalizing shit. The woman gets shot. I've heard two different things. She either was shot in the neck or the chest. I've seen the video. I'm pretty sure it was in her chest. Um, and she was a 14 year a 14 year vet uh, of the Air Force. Um, so at about an hour after they broke into the chamber, um, or into the building, sorry, 3:36 p.m. The National Guard was activated. Now there's conflicting reports. The acting defense secretary, uh, I believe his name is Stephen Miller, said that he only spoke to Pence. He didn't talk to Trump at all. Trump's press secretary, Kaylee McNamee, I think, um, she tweeted out that Trump ordered for the National Guard, the federal National Guard to be activated. At this point, most people agree it was Pence who actually activated them. Um 
about what is this like 40 minutes later trump releases a video on twitter and this is a transcript i know your pain i know you're hurt we had an election that was stolen from us it was a landslide election and everyone knows it especially the other side but you have to go home now we have to have peace we have to have law and order so go home we love you you are very special i know how you feel but go home and go home in peace now you know that last. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm not gonna sit here and scrutinize his tweets. You know, but um, you know, one thing I do want to ask you about. Does that sound like a, you know, a president that was that's condemning what is going on right now? Not necessarily. Um, I can see where he's gonna defend where he said he told them to go home and stuff like that. Um, but it, like when you're starting off by saying we had an election that was stolen from us. Like, you're not really de-escalating. You're just kind of taking a log out, and then, but you're still leaving the rest of the fire to burn. Yeah, I think I, I, I think he did. I, I personally think that probably did more harm than it did good. After that, his Twitter has been suspended. His Facebook has been uh, banned indefinitely for at least two weeks. And no word on when that is going to get, uh, when he's going to have access back to Facebook. But, that um, it's indefinitely. Yeah. As f- and at least for the next two weeks. Yep. So um, yeah. I mean, I I I think everyone was horrified when people were in the chambers. You know, you saw that uh, video of the police officer running away from the from the crowd, right? It was one. It was one guy against I don't know how many. You know, you got to be thankful that that guy. Hopefully, he he didn't get injured. Hopefully, he that 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 gentleman's safe. And you know, um. I'm going to say a lot of bad things about these people, but uh, these people being, you know, the people that broke into that to, to, to the chamber and, you know, overall the people that desecrated our house of democracy. And, um, but, you know, I, I obviously, you know, you don't want to see anyone die from it. And unfortunately that's what happened. But um, these people were making a mockery of pretty much everything that, all the values our country holds. And these are people are being, some people call them patriots. Ivanka Trump. I, I think that's one of the biggest slap in the face of, to our democracy, to our country that I've ever heard. And, you know, it's, it's, it's almost surreal at this point, isn't it? Yeah. I, it felt surreal to me yesterday. I was talking to people, you know, these, they go ahead. They literally took down the American flag from the Capitol building, put up a Trump flag, and then at one point they put up a Confederate flag. So not only are you, number one, you're taking down the American flag, which you so hold so dear to your heart, right? Um, two, you're putting up a Trump flag, which doesn't make sense. But then three, you're going to put up a flag that literally is the complete opposite of being an American. Like you're talking about people who seceded from the union, no longer wanted to be a part of the country in efforts to protect their right to enslave people. And you want that to be representative of the entire nation. So yesterday, by all means, was a disgrace. That's what I tweeted about on the Total Talk Twitter at Total Talk 2. It was just a complete and utter disgrace. It was a real test to our democracy. What I think, let's look at the, let's well, try to look at the benefits. Well, before you get into that, you know, stuff like that, you know, that doesn't, 
it did happen in America, but that you know it doesn't. You know that type of stuff happens in you know banana republics, places like for just places where that just aren't stable. And exactly, you know, it 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 what happened yesterday was sedition, treason, and terrorism. And you know, people are gonna call them patriots. And you know, I'll get into that. I already got into it a little bit, but go. Um, I'll get into that more later. Go ahead. So let's let's look at the. What it, what can as as Americans what can we take from this? Number one, you saw a broad coalition of Democrats and Republicans come together to condemn this. Many of which, many Republicans that also you know were Trump allies. Yeah, and many people as well. You know, obviously there were still objectors, but a lot of people you know took back their objections. And, um, you know, voted and, 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 and I think it was four in the morning, you know, they worked, they went right back to work as they should. And they confirmed, uh, I guess, is he still president-elect Biden or is he? No, he's still president-elect. He won't be officially president until they swear him in at noon. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting, um, you know, to see how all that goes. Hopefully peaceful. I, I think largely, well, for sure, they're going to increase the security around Inauguration Day. Mm-hmm. For sure, because I mean, there's some crazy people out there, and I think what this our president now has done has enabled these people mm-hmm. and has allowed them to be. He's allowed this to happen. This didn't happen when you had. You might have had protests, but name a time in modern U.S. history that anything remotely close to this has happened. You, you cannot, know, you and you know, and that just I said this somewhere um you know just begs the question what it is your allegiance to the united states of america and our democracy or is it to our president donald j trump exactly and you know if you're gonna have to answer the second one then it's um, not you're just not an american like that's not you're disregarding what because if you're going to say your allegiance to the president you're going to disregard are the people that are currently fighting or have fought and died for the country because do not forget the military doesn't fight for the president the military fights for the constitution it fights for the literal foundation of the country so you're going to disregard them you're going to disregard every single person you're going to disregard every police supporter you saw people with blue lives matters flags running in and breaking down the building and assaulting cops so these people are not they're the farthest thing from being a patriot. What they did, like it keeps getting repeated over and over again, but it's true, was an attack on the foundation of American, and you could go as far to or, uh, argue Western democracy. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I I just want to pivot here for a second. Um, you know, there's been a lot of claims from hyper conservatives that um, it was actually Antifa who broke into the Capitol building. Now. Not only is this claim 100% unsubstantiated, unsubstantiated, pardon me, one of these claims point out a picture of a shirtless man with horns wearing red, white, and blue face paint and who was supposedly pictured at a Black Lives Matter rally in Arizona. It's unconfirmed if the uh, the man who was pictured in the Arizona Black Lives Matter rally, it, well, first thing, it is, it is that person, without a doubt, it is this person with the same tattoos, but it's not confirmed that was a Black Lives Matter uh, rally. The fact is that this mysterious man isn't mysterious after all. His name is Jake Angeli, 
He's a well-known Trump supporter and QAnon supporter. In fact, his nickname is Q Shaman. <laughs> That's his name. That's his nickname, Q Shaman. He's he's very well known in those circles. Um, the Arizona Republic described him as a QAnon supporter who has been a fixture in the Arizona right-wing political rallies over the past year. The Associated Press um, reported that he's also been seen wearing the same signature head headwear at a November 7th rally, Trump rally in Phoenix. So, you know, that Black Lives Matter rally, you know, air quotes, you know, it could have been pictured, you know, people are taking what that, you know, I, I don't know if that's where the picture's from, but. There's a picture of the same guy shaking hands with Rudy Giuliani as well. Yeah. So, you know, that picture where it's like, okay, this guy's at a blue or a uh, Black Lives Matter uh, protest. I think he was actually at a pro-Trump rally in Phoenix on November 7th. And it, this person is well known. It's not. There's no question if this person is Antifa or not. You know, this person is one of Trump's most ardent supporters. supporters yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and to, to say that this is Antifa, you know, you're gonna sit here and ignore. You're gonna tell me. You're gonna sit here and look at me and tell me that I am a person that's going to ignore basic basic facts and just overall just you know, to try to shift the blame over to something that fits my narrative, even though the facts say otherwise. So, you know, people say patriots don't act like this, you know, on Twitter. They're like, patriots don't act like this. And you know what? You're absolutely right. Because claiming these people were Antifa is fundamentally wrong. And it's, like I said, ignoring basic facts. The people who participate in the Save America March, which actually... I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Includes I did my, not know this. Includes my uncle. Yeah, he flew from Arizona. Oh no, my. no, 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 no. Uh, according to my sources, <laughs> he was not one of the people that breached the White House, but he was in the rally. But um, misguided. I, I mean, I, I'm gonna not say anything on it. I mean, Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave's still a G. I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. Hey, some things. <laughs> hey, blood is thicker than politics. Okay, so. You know, went to, went to Washington, D.C. this morning, and those people, you know, they went there to disrupt democracy in the name of our president. And at his discretion, you know, people say seeing is believing, but, you know, you look at all these MAGA hats, Trump flags, people lowering the American flag to replace it with a Trump flag, and you're going to look at me and tell me that it was Antifa? I mean, the proof is in the pudding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> The Save America March is something that's been planned for weeks. You know, it's not something that Antifa came up with last last week. You know, this has been months in the making. Right. And now, you know, if un if undisputable facts come out, pardon me, undisputable facts come out and point to Antifa as a culprit, you know, I will accept it in the same way I said I would accept that if there was voter fraud. Exactly. Show me the proof. Show me real reputable evidence and i can't deny that i don't go off of my emotions i go off of what's in front of me and what i can and cannot prove you know people namely trump mega fans who say lies spread information and i truly believe they believe everything they say i'm not saying you know they're they're lying that well they not purposely lying to mislead people you know, they just don't do the research, and perhaps that's because their viewpoints and reality cannot stain, sustain simple scrutiny. Just looking something up and figure out the facts. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, because what Trump has done is he's made them think that everything, unless it comes from a source he quotes or he says, is fake news. To these people, unless Donald Trump or somebody Donald Trump backs 
says something, they will not believe it. They just won't. So you have a whole subset of American people who do not understand what is real and what is fake because of one person. And that person, unfortunately, is the president of the United States. Yeah. I And, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, Donald Trump and Joe Biden, you know, on a lot of major policies, you know, they're not all that different. No, no, they're not all that different. At all. We, you know, sure. When it comes down to like the, the smaller things, you know, maybe not even smaller things. We're talking about like, I don't know, immigration for sure. Go look um, at the past 10 episodes we recorded. You can hear when we talk about what Joe Biden wants to do versus what Trump has done. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the stuff he, he's done or going to do, you know, it's not, it's, you know, you're not going to see that big of a change. Taxes are already going up this year. So everybody worrying about their taxes. That was baked into the 2017 tax cut. In 2021, taxes start to go up so, for the middle class. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're just going to have to figure all that out, you know. But when it comes down to it, these two people are not that different in terms of policy. But when you go to, you know, leadership style and more intangible things, you know, some things you just can't say, you know, this person's left or right. I think they're very different. And I think, um, I just think Donald Trump is not good for America right now. No. You know, and as much as I didn't like Trump, you know, the past... Before COVID, Trump, his presidency w w wasn't, wasn't that all that bad. bad. I mean, we had some, we had some problems. For you know, sure, yeah. There were definitely some social issues that needed to be addressed. But, like, on a fundamental level, people were becoming employed. People were making money. You know, stuff really wasn't that bad. But what COVID did is it, I think it just exposed everything that was underneath. Because you had no choice. You had to be transparent. And... Him losing the presidency is what set everything off. I mean, that that's when, you know, he just... There's inside sources who've been talking to the press that are saying he he doesn't care anymore. He wants to burn it all down. He's happy the two senators lost in Georgia because Mitch McConnell won't be the Senate majority lead anymore. So now Trump is, is going to remain the most powerful man in Republican politics. He's not going to be in politics. Well... In the party, at least. Yes. I mean, you have to wonder, and, you know, I'm going to get off this topic in a second. You have to wonder, you know, 2024 is going to be quite old, but um, you have to wonder, could you see him running as a Republican again? You might try to Ross Perot it. And that's a third party, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could definitely see that, but, uh, you know, I... I hope he runs as a third party, please. You won't win. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hold my tongue on that one. I'm going to hold my tongue on that one. And, you know... I'm not a person that, that, that votes along party lines. I'm registered as an independent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it wasn't Trump, if it was, you know, Pete, you know, well, obviously Pete Buttigieg, he's a Democrat, but you know what the <laughs> fuck I mean. You know, uh, Paul Ryan. If it was literally anybody else doing the same thing, it'd be the same problem to me. It's not because Donald, like, people liked Donald Trump before he became into politics. So it's not a personal thing. It's like a bitch, what are you doing thing. Yeah, I mean, I it, it's not. I'm not. I don't hate the Republican Party. And like I said, if you're a Republican, you're not. You're not a. Trump I'm supporter. praying for the Republican Party. I, I think the Republican Party needs more people in that are just conservative that aren't so far anymore. Like Larry Hogan. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I you know, I hope that's something that, you know, the Republican Party tries to re rehabilitate their image after this. You know, I think it's been very almost 
you know, I don't know the word for this. It's it's just been not destroyed, but manipulated. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's a good word. It, you know, it's not even the Republican Party; it's the Trump Party now. It's the party of Trump, and that's the problem. Every uh, a party because you don't see the Democratic Party is not the Joe Biden Party because there's no. plenty of people in the Democratic Party that do not like Biden's. Well, you know how he's so moderate. You have your moderates. You have your you know little, little bit leaning leaning further left. And then you have your people that are way out there, and and you can see that in the Congress right now. Mm-hmm. You know you, you you have your AOCs. You you have your uh, Joe Biden's you have everybody you would need and um it's it's I, I just wish the Republican Party was more like that yeah it, yes they, I they they really need to come into the next election I think they're gonna need to rehabilitate their image in two years yeah well I want to be able to go vote for a Republican because as of right now if the Republican Party is gonna stay on this track there's no reason for me to vote for any of them Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even like I'm alleging to a party. It's just like I'm not going to vote for a party that I know that their intentions are not to help the country. It's to just further their political careers. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to get into like pretty much, you know, the big argument of why they wouldn't certify Pennsylvania. And, you know, I'll talk about the people that uh, that did this, not did this, but, you know, the people that um objected to the certification of the election and uh just give me one moment um all right so the commonwealth of pennsylvania state government acted unilaterally unilaterally pardon me meaning they didn't consult state legislators to extend the deadline for mail-in ballots we received election objectors claim this is unconstitutional while this could be true, multiple courts, including the Supreme Court of the United States, concluded it is constitutional. Did the state government do this to destroy the election? No. Want to know why they did this? They only extended the deadline to ensure every Pennsylvania citizen's vote was counted. And as you know, for the past three to four months, mail delivery been fucked up. It has been fucked up. With the postmaster general who Trump appointed. Yeah, and I mean, you saw back in summertime they were taking out um the drop boxes stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like for yeah. no reason. Yeah, cut, cutting funding for the for the United States because we were service. operating in a deficit. Come on, the whole government's been operating in deficit for it's just con- its conception. It's just convenient that you know you want to say that you know in the middle of a pandemic where pe- we're people literally cannot go out and well, be around a know, large group of people. Namely, Democrats cannot are, are not going to go ahead and uh, in person. Yeah. So, you know, they just did this to make sure every uh, citizen of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania's vote was counted. And like I said, you know, it's been backed up. So they extended the deadline to help people who voted lawfully um, to keep so that if they're, you know, pardon me, their ballots arrived late, they would and not, not no fault of their own. Right. Just because of the Postal Service. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to have their votes counted. So. Election directors are arguing to have these votes uh, thrown out because the um, extension of the deadline was not lawful. Now, you know, like I said, the Supreme Court has said otherwise. But, you know, it's just a sad day when elected officials are actively trying to throw out votes of people. They are elected to to represent just for their uh, gain in their political 
careers. And the thing with this is if you want to invalidate all these votes, right, there were a bunch of Republicans on the state level that won. Trump just well, 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 wait, wait, wait. You know, I was watching the the debates last night of in, in the um of the how the Pennsylvania representative. Yeah, I mean, the thing about that is they only only want to invalidate the votes for president, exactly. Not the not the not for the ones where the on the lower levels, you know. And that's just quite interesting because <laughs> exactly, like you it know, doesn't. You, 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 like I would lend this more uh, credibility if, it, if if you know you're gonna invalidate if, the whole ballot. Yeah, you're gonna sweep the board. To me, the part that scares me, this worries me for the American public, is I feel like everybody can see this, but the people that we need to see how dumb this is. Like, there's no real ground for them to stand on, but yet there are. Would you say there's probably millions of Americans who believe the election was rigged, or would you just say thousands or tens of thousands? I mean, it's over 330 million Americans, probably at least a million. <laughs> God damn, that's a lot of people in this country but who I have think the ability to vote. Much, much more who don't believe that. I, I agree. I don't think the vast majority of people think. I think the vast majority of people think the election was free, fair, and honest. And, and, and if they and if they do think it was fraud, fraud, fraudulent, I think you know. I think it like conditionally it was. I think most people are fine with the way everything turned out. Every yeah. election has fraud in it. I think people are suspicious, but it's like, I haven't seen any facts to back that up. Right, like so I know like, for a fact. In the summertime, before they started sending out ballots, I was like, hmm, I'm not sure if I'm going to vote in mail or not because I don't want my vote to get fucked with. But then after thinking, I'm like, OK, well, they have a bunch of safeguards to make sure that this doesn't happen. And we're in a pandemic. Like, of course, they were going to have to change the policies of certain things um, to make sure that all the votes were going to get there and we could know who's going to win the presidency for in a decent amount of time so to me ever since he started throwing out these allegations of widespread fraud i was open to it for the first week i was like what you know yeah maybe yeah I mean, and then <laughs> here well, we are you know just kind of going off the whole thing with fraud you know there's no election there's no evidence of fraud in this election in fact none of the trump court cases alleged fraud and uh, that's because if they argued fraud where there clearly was none, the lawyers would have had their license revoked for, you know, putting unsubstantiated facts and even lying in the court of law. I mean, yeah. So, so you know, it was like they're stepping on eggshells trying to, you know, pick out the nitty gritty in the election with something that literally wouldn't even matter. You know, I was just saying, you know, I was just thinking while I was watching, it, it's like, okay, Fuck all this. Just give them Pennsylvania and they'll shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> it wouldn't like, fucking come matter. On. It literally would not have mattered. Either fucking way, it would not have mattered. Because Th give Trump 20 more electoral votes, take away 20 from Biden. Biden still wins. It's a political stunt. And they should be ashamed of themselves. Because this couldn't have been even more of a blatant, just you're, you're being controlled. You're not representing your constituents. Or... What you need to do as an elected representative, you need to explain to your constituents that, hey, the president is lying or there is no evidence of what the president is saying. 
Because even if your constituents believe it, but you know that there's actually no evidence, you have the DOJ didn't find anything. Multiple intelligence officials have stated there has been no evidence of widespread fraud. You have all these reputable sources, but yet because of the president saying it, that it completely uh, invalidates every other source. It doesn't make sense. Like, to me, I just don't understand how or why this situation happened yesterday. I know mm, or how it happened. I know why it happened, but I'm not I don't understand how we allowed it to happen. You know, people, you know, I said this. The diehard Trump supporters, you know, they're not going to believe, you know, I could show them, you know, I, and I, I, I don't think there's any diehard Trump supporters listening to this podcast because not listen, not listen, after listen, this listen. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like if you're a diehard Trump supporter, there's nothing that I could say on this podcast right now that would convince you otherwise. I could show you I could pull up all these facts. I could pull up whatever the fuck and we I don't want. hate you either. Like, it's not like we have a. We might hate the actions that you took. Uh, if you took part in yesterday, you should be ashamed of yourself. But Chill on Uncle Dave. Chill on Uncle Dave. <laughs> Uncle Dave did not do that. Well, I'm talking about breaking into the Capitol. Yes. But if you just believe in what the president is saying, I'm sorry to break it to you. You were just misguided. That's it. You do some research. Go to Reput. I promise you, you don't even have to look at MSNBC, CNN, NBC. You can find true um central news that will go, look at um ap ap is one of the most reputable news sources in the world just go look and understand the allegations go look at the court proceedings go look at the judgments given off by the federal judges that trump your president well our president appointed okay these were trump appointees that said no there you have no basis there's no there's no ground for you to argue that these ballots where we would disenfranchise millions of voters should be thrown out. So do that. Do your research. Because at this point, you're living in an alternate reality. You're not living in the world everybody else is living in. You're in a whole different subset that is, it's dangerous at this point. Like what we have now seen that this is dangerous. Have you seen the, did you ever watch The Social Dilemma? Okay, there's a scene in that where they talk about, actually, it's like a kid, and he gets so obsessed with social media, he ends up going to a rally where he ends up getting beat down by cops and arrested. But it was like a QAnon. It's, it was meant to mirror QAnon. And this is what's happening, is that you have these conspiracies and social media and everything circulating, and you're in your echo chamber, and now it's dangerous. Like, you, four people died yesterday off of baseless conspiracy theories. I totally agree with you. But, um, you know, I wanted to get the facts of this situation. Now, before I talk about, you know, th probably the thing I see the most, honestly, on this situation, and I don't think this is right, you know, people comparing, um, you know, the riots happened, you know, I don't want to say because of Black Lives Matter, but during that whole movement, because, you know, the Black Lives Matter, it's its own thing. I don't think anybody... Has its own reasons. Yeah. So... You know, I I, th I think co comparing Black Lives Matter to and the riots that happened this summer to what happened in D.C., you know, it's essentially pointless. And, you know, with that argument, it won't get you anywhere. But rioting in general is just not It's good. not productive. It's not good. It's not good we no. condemned it. Yeah, we condemned we it. We talked about times. Yeah, exactly. When we talk about and, the riots. Um, you know, 
the destructive riots that happened this summer, you know, have nothing to do with what happened yesterday. Trump's diehard supporters are using these riots as a sort of double standard. And to be quite honest with you, it's it's a disgrace hearing people make excuses for what happened yesterday. You know, uh, January 6, 2021 is definitely a day that will be remembered in the American psyche as a day of infamy. You know, a day that the heart of American democracy was attacked. But instead, you know, these people want to say, well, the left did it, so why can't we? First, the level of hip hypocrisy in that statement is insane. You know, like I said, we've, at least me and you, have, um, you know, disavowed everything that went on this summer. And to be quite honest with you, that's a disgrace too. But, you know, I would argue what happened yesterday is worse than anything that happened over the summer. There's a difference between, you know, raiding armors in AutoZone, raiding AutoZone, looting Target and breaking windows. And, you know, unfortunately... It sucks, but they attacked small businesses as yeah, well. Yeah, that, that was but, the worst thing they could have done is destroy the small businesses. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's a clear difference between that and sacking the capital of the United States. And while doing this, you know, you're armed. And this is in an effort to stop the rightful transfer of power who is someone proven to be lawfully elected. You know, rioting is rioting, and like I said, I will denounce rioting and vandalization whenever I can. And like I said, in our previous episodes, we talked about riots each time we said we didn't support the destruction. But to compare those riots to what happened yesterday is laughable. You know, what happened yesterday wasn't a riot, it, you know, and it wasn't even a protest. I think in some ways it was a protest. I think the people that, you know... Did I think it started off as a protest, which mm -hmm. is fine. That's your right. The people that Peaceful. Did it, the people that did it peacefully who didn't break into that didn't you know attack people or do whatever you were doing you know it wasn't a protest you know it's it was disgraceful it's born on sedition and treason and i'm not saying this is a biden voter or a registered independent who i vote for isn't tied to who is running for what party you know and i could see myself voting red in the future but yesterday all americans regardless of party affiliation it should be disgusted the fact is it's just very troubling for our democracy, our society, and our values as Americans when you look at what happened yesterday. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, it's one thing to protest in a peaceful manner. It's one thing to go onto state grounds or federal grounds and protest there. That's not illegal. Well, I won't, well what do you think is the key difference between everything that happened this summer with you know okay so this is how i'm gonna break it down you, i'm sure some people aren't gonna like this but it is what it is what happened this summer completely different thing you had people that were angry because but but, but destruction is still destruction destruction yes. is still destruction yes. i'm not but i'm talking about because without the protests and the movement the destruction wouldn't have happened right mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying yes. so over the summer you had George Floyd. He was just killed. He was murdered by cops, by bad cops, okay? People were angry. They went to the streets and they protested. They always, always, in the countless protests, started off as peaceful. You know, and the thing about George Floyd is that happened. That's something that happened that has, you know, we have video evidence that exactly. it happened. That's, there's no question, you know, you can, even if, you know, you're the most ardent Republican and so opposed to Black Lives Matter, you know, 
and you can even say that you could say that you could say that okay well he was doing this he was doing that he was resisting you know there's no there's no justification i mean i'm sure they could justify but i'm saying is a person died by a cop that's not under, right it's not that is not up for discussion that is a fact and you know you can look at it whatever way you want to but some people looked at it a different way and to be quite frankly it angered them right so what happened so they were angry over a minority being killed by a cop and wanted something to be done about it okay what happened yesterday is just what you just said we're going off of baseless conspiracy theories because at this point that's all they are it's not even allegations at this point they're just conspiracy theories that have no base to them there's nothing like i can go to tons of different conspiracy theories like a jfk assassination or ufos and there's some evidence for that there's something there right but here we literally have nothing we have matter of fact the only voter fraud that's been reported that i've seen have been committed by trump republicans or republicans that supported trump so I'll leave that at that. Yesterday was based off of people mad that their candidate lost. And I get it. The Democrats objected. This is a fact. For the past 30 years, the Democrats have objected every election that they've lost, right? But what they didn't do is incite violence and destruction to the Capitol or the White House or what's the other, any of our monuments. Like, that's not what they did. They didn't. They didn't instigate. They didn't welcome it. And, uh, yeah, and I'm sure, you know, the in 2016, there was definitely protests. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. people mad about it, but, you know. The, the Women's March on, Mo on Washington. Yep. But, um, you know, I I, I just want to know, what, what was their plan? If if they would have gotten in with, if, if, if they had rushed into the White House, or, sorry, the uh, Congress, what, what's the building? What's the, the exact? The Capitol. The mm -hmm. exact building, okay, the Capitol. And there had been, you know, senators in there. Uh, well, you saw the picture of the guy in full gear with the zip ties in his hand. Yeah. So, so you know, you have House of Representatives. Uh, you have senators in there. You know, what was their plan? What were they going to do? Because that's what obviously that they, they didn't want to go in there just to yeah, fuck it, it up. What was going to? They had pipe bombs. Like they found two pipe bombs. What, what were they going to do? These people were literally attacking the federal government, but on even deeper, they. We keep we sound like a broken record because we're saying the same thing, but it's just that important. They're attacking the foundation of American democracy because that's a good question. I guess one scenario could be that they would force all the senators to object and then to overturn the election. But then now talk about a fraudulent election or a fraudulent, illegitimate president. That would be it. I don't think that would happen. I think the military would have had to step in and remove the people. But that's a good question. What was their plan? What were they going to do? Um, because, I mean, I, I, I think it was more than just to cause a little bit of chaos. I think they're, you know, I think I, I don't I don't think everybody wanted to do that. That went into I'm sure a lot of people who actually went in there just wanted to fuck around, do whatever the fuck they wanted to do, you know, em embrace the chaos. And that's what it was. It was chaos. But you're going to sit there and tell me that nobody had any other plans to forcefully overturn our democracy? Right. No. Um, let's round this out because we can talk about some other things. Well, you know, I, let's keep going. But, I, you know, I just want to end this section on just on a quote by uh, 
Benjamin Franklin, you know, he looked a long time ago. Benjamin Franklin looked <laughs> Definitely at Definitely a long ass time ago. Long fucking time ago. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin looked at a chair where George Washington was seated as the presiding officer. Carved into that chair is a sun. Franklin was confused as he didn't know whether the sun was setting or rising. As the men signed the Constitution, Franklin said that he had great happiness to know it was rising and not setting, and that the sun was, pardon me, and that the sun was not setting, and it was symbolic of the sun rising over our great democracy. Today, in good faith, I can't say whether, I can't say that the sun is rising today. I was talking to some people last night, and what I was saying is, I'm tired of fucking living in historical events. Like, I just want my life to be insignificant to history for five years. Because think about it. Ever since we've been born, I'm just going to list off the things that w you and me, Jason, have been alive for. Even if we don't aren't cognitive remembering them, what we were alive for. You were born in 2000, correct? Yes. Okay. January 17th. Oh, it's coming up. Um, <laughs> 10 days. 10 days. Um, 9-11 happened. That changes America forever. America is a completely different country after 9-11 mm -hmm. and our ambitions. We have Operation Iraq. The Afghan War. I forgot about that last night. The Afghan War in 02. The Iraqi Freedom, 04. The Great Recession in 2007-08. First black president. That's a good historical moment, but first black president. Benghazi. Um, 2016. 2016. Was First woman ever to be elected to head for first woman for presidential nomination um, on a major ticket. Um, and then now we're in 2020 pandemic and 2021 six days in. <laughs> God damn it. Have a fucking <laughs> an insurrection. So we've had five shit. Count there, boy. Nine major historical moments that, without a doubt, will be remembered or taught in American history for many years to come. Yes, I'm tired of living in that. I just want five insignificant years where it's just like America was living. Like, can you tell me exactly what happened in 1986? I'm sure there's some event. I couldn't tell you, but exactly like that's Cold what. Because, okay, 2003, maybe. I don't know. 2003. Exactly. 2005. Mm. Kanye dropped late registration. But is that a major yes. historical event? I would argue so. Speaking of Kanye, have you heard any of these rumors? <laughs> well, there's a lot. Well, first there's thing, like, okay, okay. Well, let's talk about the most, you know, let's just let's talk about completely them. fucking pivot, okay? <laughs> The day started. Well, okay. The previous day, where room. I mean, I think they're pretty much. I don't think there's right now. Is that um? Oh yeah. Yeah, Kim and Kanye are gonna. Be I was divorcing. sad to hear that. I, I really mean, was. I just think that that level of fame is just not good for Kanye. Well, he just. I don't think Kanye's ever recovered from his mom dying. Well, the thing about that, I mean, they've been living separate lives for like since since like like a. Probably. Since he announced his run for presidency. Yeah, they've been living completely. So it's almost like they already have been divorced. But they have five kids, four kids together. Mm -hmm. It just sucks. I mean, I hate to see that happen. Yeah. For the kid's sake. But um, then, you know, I, I wake Fucking up. Fucking Jeffree Star. Up bright and early. 
Connie's fucking Jeffree Star. <laughs> now, these claims are unsubstantiated. I just, <laughs> they just, let's just say that. I mean, I... Baseless. Please don't sue us, Mr. West. But Jeffree Star's, like, playing into it. Jeffree Star's a fucking clout demon. What the <laughs> fuck? That motherfucker can literally look like a demon if he wants to. I mean... God's got the makeup skills to do it. I don't know if he really has to do much work. Well, I don't <laughs> really look up a picture of Jeffree Star right now Jeffrey and tell Star. me that's not a demon. <laughs> the thing about Jeffree Star is I always want to refer to him as her. Am I wrong for that? Yeah, because Jeffree Star is a dude. But but I don't think Jeffree Star is trying to be transgender. I know. That's just how they be dressing. See, you just said they. Okay, fuck you. You know what the fuck the, the vibe is, but um, I don't know. I mean, Jeffrey Star getting his bag. Fucking Kanye bag. I mean, Shit. listen, you're gonna get it from a billionaire. Speaking of which, billionaires, Elon, Elon Musk no. is the richest person in the world. Publicly, uh, true. A hundred and sixty billion dollars grown his wealth has grown 160 billion dollars this year i just don't know how the fuck he did that well tesla is so i've been looking at the stock market i've been keeping true to my promise about day trading too how's that going oh good 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 practice i'm heading to the market the day after your birthday so you were doing it the other day no i wanted to but then i was like i ended up losing five hundred dollars uh, uh, so not all that well <laughs> is what you're telling me. No, it wasn't 500, but still. It's 500. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you my fucking... Anyways. Um, hey, you have to take your wins with your losses. Tesla... Trump. Uh, <laughs> May need to take that, that advice there, boy. Go ahead, sorry. Tesla has had unprecedented growth. Like, I watched the stock go from $650... To seven, I mean, I can check to see what it's trading at right now, but 700 and something. Oh, okay. It's trading at $810 now. So it's gone over $150 in the past week. I mean, this it's going to crash. I, mark my words. Mark my well, words. Yeah. I mean, you know, you ha you're going to have these like big growths, but then just like, how long can it fucking last? I was actually, I have an answer for that. I was reading a um, a stock market analyst. He was interviewed. I forget the magazine or the or the story or the outlet. Um, but he was saying that this might be the new norm for the stock market. Is that because Tesla right now is considered a bubble stock? You know, like it has this big bubble of growth. When is that bubble going to pop? But there, the new stock market might be as long as there's people buying into it. The only way, I, uh, so let me finish what I was going to say. The only reason, if as long as there's people that are consistently buying the hype, because that's all it is around Tesla right now is the hype. This, of course, the stock is going to grow, but let's say an explosive report comes out saying, just like any stock, saying, well, they use child labor in China to build Teslas. Uh, it's going to pop, but when it pops, it's not going to be as severe it's as also, it used to like be. Um, like Elon does things and the fucking stock drops as well. I mean, yeah, and, and he also owns two other companies. SpaceX is, I don't know if they're profitable. 
I, it doesn't fucking matter because they got ample funding. You know who should have bought Tesla? Elon wanted to sell Tesla to Apple, and they passed up. Tim Cook wouldn't even take the meeting. Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, Elon Musk is an Iron Man, too. Apple uh, Apple might... Um, actually, there's rumors that Apple's building their own car to be released in 2024, 2025. Okay, motherfucker. Sign me up. What the fuck are we doing that for? <laughs> Imagine... They're going to start building Apple houses here in 2020, 2030, 2033. Let's get it. That actually would make sense if they made their own TV. I mean, I have an Apple TV box, but if they, like, made the actual television itself. I mean, that shit's going to be, like, 10,000 off the jump, but. For fucking what? What is this? What is it going to do for me? Series built into the TV. Go shittiest fucking virtual assistant. Do you agree with that? Yes. Like, compared to what Alexa and Google can do, Siri is the worst. And Siri was the first. First is the worst. Second is the best. What about third? It depends which, whatever saying. It's either you had, third had the treasure chest or that bitch had a hairy chest. So. Hey. But, um... I don't know. We went over a lot of stuff today. Uh, a lot of important things lot of important today. Things, yep. I think it was an important episode. Our most important. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think once we look back at this in a couple of years, we're like, you know what? We were on the right side of history. I hope so. You know, it, it, the question I is... I fucking hope so. How much How much longer can the... Uh, like, is... Is this the last thing I'm going to say on this? It's just... It's just the beginning of something. I... Ah, shit. That's what I meant to say earlier. I was talking to my friends. I said, are we witnessing the downfall of american democracy i don't know if it's like that but as we know it today yes the russians are winning the russians are winning oh there's nobody happier than mr putin well their fake bots that have infected social media can be largely blamed for a lot of the anger found on predominantly the republican side yeah Mm -hmm. so well, that's about all I have. Yeah, that's that's really it. Um, I hope if you guys listen to this, you took a good message from it. Um, I hope we informed you more than anything. I'm not. I don't care how you. F- well, uh, I didn't want to say it like that. That sounded a little arrogant. But I hope we informed you. I hope we gave you a new perspective, or I hope you agreed with our perspective. Um, but if you didn't like our perspective or our viewpoint. I encourage you just to do some research. Yeah. No, we don't dislike you because, motherfucker, you're not going to meet somebody that doesn't like you. I mean, like I said, I spent this entire fucking time talking about how these motherfuckers are not patriots, you know, sedition, whatever. I got a fucking uncle that went there. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like we don't have skin in the game here. Well, we're American, so we do. But, you know, you know, some things I, I think... And this is something I feel like it's just been like over the past couple of years, politics is just it's just grown, grown way too big. You know, it's infected too much we of forgot, our personal lives. You know, we forgot about, you know, other things. You know, we can I, I can't really I have friends that are Republicans. I have friends that are diehard Trump supporters. And at the end of the day, you know, we're still friends and we have key ideological differences. But but it's not like those differences really make a you know? difference in my yeah. personal life. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Um, 
Well, matter of fact, if you're on your way to work right now, I am very excited for you. I hope you make a lot of money today if or if you're hourly um, or salary. I just hope you make a lot of money. If you're on your way home, make sure you relax, um, throw on a good episode of Total Talk, and take your socks off. Love you guys. Until next time. Stretch my hands. Grace the producer.